Welcome to the Extraordinary Life Podcast from the creator of the Extraordinary Life Tribe, Crystal Obergon. The self-development podcast propelling you forward toward your goals using science-backed high-performance habits. Reach the next level in your physical and mental health. See new heights in your relationships. Gain clarity on your purpose and live your extraordinary life. Welcome your host, writer, speaker, and coach, Crystal Obergon. Hi there, this is Crystal from Crystal Obergon Coaching with episode number 12 of the Extraordinary Life Podcast. This month, we've been talking about how important it is to have habits and routines to support accomplishing our goals and creating an extraordinary life. For the rest of this month and October, I'll go into more detail on the six habits of the most successful people in the world. And those are the six high-performance habits that were researched by the High Performance Institute, founded by Brendan Burchard, my mentor, and the certification that I went through, high-performance coaching. Like me, you might not necessarily be aiming to be one of the most successful people in the world, and that's okay, but these still apply to really everyone trying to create their best life. The first habit is seeking clarity, and I think it's actually the most important habit and something that we always need to be doing as we go through our ever-changing lives. And the High Performance Institute showed that it is, in fact, one of the top six high-performance habits of those most successful people through research and surveys. Many people go through their lives um, in overwhelm, and I've certainly been there too, and sometimes I get there occasionally. A couple weeks ago, I use certain tools when I feel that overwhelm, and definitely seeking clarity is a big one for me. Like I said, we've been talking about routines and habits all month, but if you really aren't clear on where you're going or what you want to be doing, then you probably aren't sure what those habits and routines need to be. I do go through a, an in-depth clarifying process in all of my programs, whether it's Design Your Decade, my four-week Success Habits Reboot, or my ongoing Extraordinary Life Tribe group coaching membership. I'll put the links for all of those in the show notes, but I'm going to give you some basics that you can really start with right here. First, you really need to ask yourself, who am I? And that may seem like a really simple question, but unless you have some awareness of what you value and what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, it's really hard to move forward decisively. In my coaching membership, my clients spend time in our session and out on their own, not only assessing where they are right now, but even more importantly, assessing and finding out who they want to be in the future. And then that's when you can go about acting like that better version of yourself. Some of the things that we look at is really who do you want to be? So 
For example, if you came across some people talking about you and they didn't know you were there, what words would you want to hear them using to describe you? That's really a good place to start. Are you caring? Are you compassionate? Are you inquisitive? There are a lot of different ways to describe somebody and what you would really want people to say about you. Then you can go into more depth by thinking about how does that better version of yourself treat other people? How do they treat their kids? How do they treat their spouse or significant other? How do they treat the people they work with? Maybe the people at the grocery store. Everyone is really important. How would that best version of yourself treat those people? Even when stressed, even when having other things going on in their lives, even when you maybe don't like exactly how they're acting. If I talk to the people that you interact with on a daily basis, what would they say about you? Would they say that you're a great leader? Would they say you're a compassionate person, a good listener? And does what they say match what you picture that better version of yourself doing or treating someone? And then another one related to who are you or who you want to be is what skills does that better version of yourself have? If I looked in your calendar, would I see time blocked for learning or improving your skills? Or would I see that learning or that skill development align with who you really want to be in the future? Those are some really good places to start and really good places just to become more aware of who you are to begin with. And then The next question to really ask yourself is, what are your goals and dreams? And I really like to start with those really big dreams 10 years from now and work backwards to the shorter term goals that really get you to those big dreams. So think about laying out a vision, but make it, like I said, make it a big vision, one that really encompasses your passions in life and your gifts, the gifts that you've come here to share. No matter what the focus of your life so far, you definitely have a lot to offer, and you're unique and can contribute really your strengths in a special way. So whether it's staying at home and raising a family and being the best mother you can be, or whether it's working outside the home, or whether it's a combination of those, or whether it's being a terrific grandmother, all those things are valid, and really you have only one life. So create that vision of what you really want, and then take that inspired action to create it. To be happy and fulfilled, you really do need to have a thought or a great idea or a dream of how you want your life to be in the future. The process of creation and vision, this starts with that 10-year vision because it really does give you time. And I say it over and over again, there's a Bill Gates quote that basically says that people overestimate what they can get done in a year 
and underestimate what they can get done in 10 years. So I really like to start with that 10-year plan because the last year and a half has been not what I expected at the beginning of 2020. And at the same time, it hasn't affected, I think, whether I will get to those big dreams that I have for 10 years from now. In fact, I've really been accomplishing several of them, even though things have been crazy and not what I expected. So in my coaching and do-it-yourself programs, we always begin by brainstorming on paper because I feel like it's really necessary to write things down in order to make them real. And this first brainstorming session should be free-flowing. Don't edit your thoughts or ideas. If you're working on your personal vision and your work vision to define what you want and who you want to be, how you want to spend your time, start with your personal vision first. Because ideally, your work life or your purpose, whether it's combined or not, it really should support your personal life. Otherwise, why are you doing it? Honestly. So this will give you more clarity on what's really important to you, what you want, what are the things in your life that you're passionate about and make you feel fulfilled from the beginning. And then from there, you can create that vision of what you want to do, maybe outside your personal life. Although I always feel like mine is somewhat combined and there are other people I know that are like that. But just focus on what you really want and be really specific. So don't just say you want lots and lots of money and a nice home and no stress. Create a picture in your mind of what exactly you want, like down to the color of the carpet in the home you live in or your list of clients or the dream company that you work for, all those things. For example, I'll read here. Like, I want a profitable and fulfilling holistic practice, or I want to see clients in three different specialties, plus have a passive income stream, or I'll work five days a week from noon to six, devoting the rest of the day to self-care, gardening, exercising, or spending time with family and friends, or I'll make X number of dollars a year and take five weeks of vacation throughout the year. Or, I love to learn, so I'll spend three weeks a year in educational workshops and training programs to advance my career and myself. Or, my home is bright and airy, and I have a garden to provide organic vegetables. Or, I avoid stress by focusing on the positive and focusing my energy on things that are really important to me and let the rest go. So, those are a bunch of different examples of being really specific. But what's really important to realize is that you get to decide what you put your energy on. And if you concentrate on things that you don't want, on all the things that you don't have enough of, then that's what you'll create more of. That's what you'll bring into your life. So in order to create what you do want, focus on it. Start with your vision. Clearly lay out your life, your relationships, your career vision, and then take the steps to make it a reality. Which brings me to the third step, which is to create a plan and take action on it. 
So by creating a plan and taking action, you'll get even more clarity. Remember, seeking clarity is an ongoing process. We're never really completely there because our lives change. We get older. If you have kids, the kids get older. They go away like my daughter has gone to college. And it changes. Our whole lives change. So by creating a plan and taking action, you just do get that more clarity. And I'll use my 18-year-old daughter as an example because that generally is a time when we are making a plan and taking action on it. And we don't do that as much as we get older, and we should. With that example, her goal a few years ago was to finish high school early. She decided this a few months before the pandemic And her goal was to finish it a year early, get into her university of choice, and pursue a degree in interior design. So her high school advisor helped her plan a course of action that basically involved taking a whole lot of extra classes over the summer and the next year, which would have been her junior year. So she put the work in. She pulled it off and graduated, got into her top choice of university, which is where she is now. Now that she's accomplished her first two goals, and I made sure that she did celebrate them of finishing high school early, now she's started her university career and she's taking the fundamental classes that everyone at the art and design school are required to take. And she's also added another long-term goal, or actually two long-term goals, of getting her degree and starting her career. She started with a broad area of interest in interior design, possibly a minor in furniture design. But she can't really be expected to know exactly what she'll specialize in when she graduates Her school is really smart in that another requirement of the fundamental classes that she's taking is to attend these events or lectures by different people in different fields of art and design. She'll be exposed to people in different areas, hopefully also take action and intern with some of them during her college career. And so only by exposing herself to these ideas and different people that have taken their degrees and done something with them and been successful will she really get to learn what she's passionate about and develop the skills necessary to flourish in her chosen specialty after she graduates. I realize It's really easy to share an example of someone at her stage of life going through this process of learning and exposing yourself and finding what you're passionate about. But it's really something that we should all be doing, and it's something that she should continue doing even once she graduates and once she's chosen a career. People get stuck when they don't continue the process. And it's not really built into our culture to continue that process. So we should always be examining all these three steps. 
We should be examining who that better version of ourself is, what we're passionate about, what our dreams are, and then designing a curriculum or a plan to achieve our dreams while, of course, celebrating our successes along the way. That's another way to get burned out is to never celebrate what you've achieved. So that's what I really love about certified high-performance coaching and the way that I've been trained is that it's really a personal development curriculum to help my clients get to know themselves better and also having that support and encouragement and guidance and accountability from a coach and in my case, in a community that creates the momentum that working it through on your own can be harder to get. So in the show notes, I will share links to um, my four-week success habits reboot that's happening very soon and my Extraordinary Life Tribe. I'll be opening up enrollment to that soon And then, of course, there's always my Design Your Decade Do-It-Yourself workshop where you can work through in detail, in a lot more detail, some of the tools that I shared today. So until next week, be extraordinary. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Extraordinary Life Podcast with writer and coach, Crystal Obergon. We'd love to connect with you outside of the podcast too. To find more helpful insights, show notes, and more about Crystal, go to crystalobergon.com. That's O-B-R-E-G-O-N, where you will also find info for the Design Your Decade Workshop. This workshop will help you to stop drifting and start creating. Until next time, be extraordinary.